for your day. This is Danita, and today is Tuesday, April the 13th, 2021. As always, I give thanks unto God for you, for what he is doing in your life, and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things you are divinely connected to, both in the past, in the present, and in the future. I want you to know that your prayers make a difference. The prayers that you pray for yourself, the prayers that you pray for other people, places, and things, the prayers that you pray for your city, state, government system, your prayers make a difference. Because when we pray, things are happening in the spiritual realm. We may not know it, we may not understand it all, and we don't have to. But know that your prayers make a difference. Why do you think the enemy fights you so hard in your prayer life? Why do you think he, when you're praying, it seems like every you, you, everything that can come to mind comes to mind? The phone is ringing. The kids need you. There's all these different distractions because the enemy knows the power of our prayers. All you have to do is just look at the Bible. Look at what happened when people prayed. God opened up wombs of barren women when people prayed. When people prayed, God parted the Red Sea for Moses. When people prayed, when they believed God, when they trusted God, when people prayed, when they cried out to him, when they cried out to him, God raised people from the dead. He healed sick bodies. It was when people prayed. Now, you might be saying, well, that that wasn't a long prayer. That's not praying like like how we're praying, you know, and, and there are all different types of prayers. The key is when the disciples went to Jesus and they said, Lord, teach us how to pray. He said, when you pray, say. Say, that means you you have to open up your mouth and you have to say something. I remember, and it's been a couple of years ago, I used to say my two favorite words were always, help me. Because I would cry out to the Lord often, often, and I'm not ashamed to say it. I would cry out to the Lord often, help me. And I get teary-eyed and emotional just thinking about it. But I would cry out often, help me, Lord, help me, God. Because nobody really knew what I was going through but God. And so I want to encourage someone on today that you it's okay to cry out, help me. And sometimes though that may be the only prayer that you have, that may be the only words that you can muster up is help me. And I've even been there where I couldn't even muster up a word. All I could do was moan and groan. But the Bible says that even in our moaning and our groaning, the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us, even in moanings and groanings. 
So I say that for somebody on today that God will help you. He is your helper. He is my helper. And even when you can't muster up the words to say, because maybe you pray every prayer that you know, maybe you have even prayed all the scriptures that you've been standing on and believing God for. I've been there too. I prayed all of these scriptures, God. I keep coming. I keep coming. I keep coming. Then pray in the spirit. And if you don't have the gift of praying in tongues, I pray that the Lord would bless you with that gift. Because we don't always know what to pray for. And while you wait on the gift of speaking in tongues, because God, he's no rewarder of persons. He will freely give. If you desire that, he will freely give it to you. Because when you pray in tongues, in the gift of speaking in tongues, that is between you and the Lord. Now, there's different levels, and I'm not going to get into all that, nor am I going to debate all that. But when you pray in the Spirit, that is between you and God. That is between you and God. And praying in the Spirit, I can't even explain it, but it releases something in the spiritual realm like never before. Because at that point, you are not praying anymore. The Holy Spirit is praying for you, is praying for situations that sometimes you're not even aware of, that you don't even know what's happening, but your spirit man is aware of it. We are spiritual beings. We are spiritual beings in the earth. So I say all that to say, uh, just like that saying, closed mouth, don't get fed. Open your mouth and let the Lord know where you are, how you how you're feeling, how you really feeling on today. <laughs> Let the Lord know how you are really feeling on today. Because a lot of times we wake up and we've learned to put on masks. We've learned how to just, you know, go along to get along, right? But one thing that I love about God is I don't have to wear a mask. I don't have to Uh, I have to go to the Lord respectfully, that I do, but I don't have to wear a mask. I can be authentically me. And I love that about our God. I love that about our God, that we can be authentic with him, that we can be real with him. And he doesn't count it against us. He doesn't look at us side-eyed and say, hmm, well, you're supposed to be a Christian and you're supposed to be saved. And you feeling like that? He already knows anyway. He already knows anyway. So we want to make sure that we boldly go to the throne of grace and that we offer up our prayers unto God. We open up our mouths. And we give him praise and we give him honor and we tell him exactly where we are in the natural realm. 
We let him know exactly where we are, how we're feeling, what's going on with us, so that he can deal with us. Why? Because he is the God of truth. The word of God says, as we talk about truth on this week, that God desires truth in the innermost part. What are the innermost parts? Your heart. Your heart. He desires truth in your heart, in the inward part, in the parts nobody else can see, in the parts that nobody else knows, the damage, the heartache, the heartbreak, the anger, the feelings of rejection and abandonment, the feelings of God, why me, why did this have to happen to me? God, why are you allowing this to happen? It's okay to question God. When people say, you can't question God, I I don't believe that. Because God desires truth. In the innermost part, he desires truth. That's not the scripture we're coming from today, but I needed to say that to someone who needs to know, be you with God. Maybe you feel like you can't be you with everybody else, but you can always be you with God. Today, the scripture, however, that we're going to read from is from Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 15. And it says, instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. And I'm going to go back to speaking the truth in love. When we talk about truth, learning about truth is learning about what the word of God says, knowing that the word of God is truth, that God is truth. There's facts and then there's truth. In truth, once we learn truth and know truth and live truth, I'm going to say that again. Once we learn truth, know truth, and live truth, because living in truth means living according to the word of God, God's way, not our way, then there is a higher level of appointment where God will surround us with people in which, as we grow, we will learn, with the help of the Lord, how to speak truth in love. That comes with discernment. That comes with praying and asking God, "Do you? can I release this? Is this person, you know, are they... Can they receive this? Are they willing to receive it? And sometimes we won't know, and we'll just have to kind of put ourselves out there, and sometimes that can be met with rejection. Because one of the things that I've come to, to learn is that there's there's two types of circumstances. One is the ability to speak truth and love to people who receive it, And that in love is critical. And what I mean by that, let me back up. 
Sometimes we speak truth, but we don't always speak truth in love. And I will tell you, I am probably one of the most um, direct people you could probably ever meet, almost to the point where uh, my directness can come across as very abrasive, very, um, I don't even want to say aggressive, but very assertive. I have no problem whatsoever being direct. In fact, I I appreciate directness. But sometimes that directness early on was not in love. It was just, here it is. This is what it is. And then I'm going on about my day not realizing that I left a person wounded. And so God, for several years, has been dealing with me on my level of directness. Because here's here's the truth of the matter. Words matter, and how we say what we say matters. And I don't ever, ever want to intentionally hurt someone. And even though that wasn't my, I don't think that was ever really, uh, you know, who, who I was or what I intended to do, but nonetheless, it still hurts. So even though the truth will set us free, God has also commissioned us to speak the truth in love. So that's one situation. Are we speaking the truth, and are we speaking the truth in love? Not opinion, not what we think, but the truth according to the word of God in love. The other instance about this speaking the truth business, all right, is the fact that sometimes no matter how you say it, the person is not going to receive it. Because it's not a it's not about you, it's about them. And what I mean by that is that when people are in sin, and they know they're in sin, even if they never admit it, even if they act like they are living life like it's golden, even if they are enjoying their life of sin. It's only the enjoyment is only for a season, mind you, but even if they are enjoying their life of sin and you come in love and they know you love them, they know you care about them they still will not receive it. And I was talking to a friend of mine on yesterday, and we were talking about this very thing. So God has a way of letting letting us know that we are, in fact, hearing from him. And so as she and I were having this conversation about a situation going on with her and why basically the person has gone to, they don't want to have any any contact whatsoever. And so we began to have this conversation about truth and how people really don't want to be bothered with the truth when they know they're wrong, when they know they are in sin. They do not want to hear truth, no matter how you give it to them. Why? Because darkness cannot stand in the presence of light. And truth is light. 
The truth will set you free. Remember, truth brings about a freedom. But when the devil has you bound, you don't want to hear it. Because truth costs you something. To get to the truth, sometimes it costs you something. It costs you to face reality. It causes you to face the situation, to the pain that you caused, to the hearts that you broke it. Oh, yeah. To how if maybe before you stepped out, you would have sought the Lord, things would have been different. Truth costs you something. To walk in truth, it's going to cost you something. And guess what? Truth is not always easy to bear. When people say, I want to know what happened, do you really? (laughs) Do you really want to know what happened? Because when we pray and when we ask God to show us things, I'm a living witness, y'all. I'm a living witness. Believe me when I tell you, when he says he will show you the secret things, the mysteries, that he will reveal to you the mysteries. I'm a living witness that he will do just that. But it don't always feel good. (laughs) But it will set you free. It may be hard to swallow, but it will set you free. The truth will set you free. And God wants us to be free on today. He wants us to be free on this week. He desires truth in the inward part. So, God, start with us on this morning. Start with us on this morning, oh, God, that we would be real with ourselves. That we would be real with the heartache, the heartbreak, oh, God, that we would be real with the childhood trauma. That we would be real, oh, God, with the generational trauma curses in our family, oh God, that we would be real about the places that we missed it, about the opportunities, oh God, when we could have got it right and we chose not to. God, we know your word says that we were born in sin and shaped with iniquity. And God, your word also says that when we were born as a child, we spake as a child. But when we became men and women, we put away childish things. God, we know that sometimes as children, children just lie. And we like, where did they learn how to lie? Sometimes it's not what they were taught, but it's just in them. The sin is in them. But, God, we thank you on today that as we know better, oh, God, you've called us to do better. You've called us, oh God, hallelujah, to check ourselves. You've called us, oh God, to be honest with ourselves, to be honest with you, and to be honest with others, for you desire truth in the inward part. And God, when we learn the real meaning of truth, and we allow you to deal with us then, and only then, can we speak the truth in love to others. God, help us that when we go.
to our brothers and our sisters, O oh God, that when we see something, Heavenly Father, that is contrary to the word of God, that we can speak truth in love to them and that they will receive it. God, we thank you and we honor you on today as we commit ourselves to truth on this week, as we commit ourselves to the truth that is in your word and what you have called us to do as we continue on the narrow path, we declare it and decree it, that we are on the narrow path and not the wide path that leads to destruction, but on the narrow path that we will continue to grow from faith to faith and from glory to glory, knowing that our faith, our trust, and our hope is in you, the God of love and the God of truth. In Jesus' name, amen.